My name is Erica Talia McCarthy, and I use gratitude as a cornerstone for attracting everything I want in my life. I am here to show you how to reduce stress, create great habits, and develop a winning mindset that will allow you to create the life of your dreams by planting gratitude seeds and watching your gratitude garden grow. Come on my journey with me as I share what has worked and what has not worked in my life. Let's manifest, change our mindsets, and make this world a better place together. Welcome to the Gratitude First Garden. I am so happy you are here. Hey God, it's me. God, I have this really amazing idea that I want to release into the world and I want to let people know about this, but I don't know how to do it, God. I I don't really want to put my name out there. I'm afraid that it might fail. And then I have so many people looking at me, my family, my friends, people that I know are all observing me and How do I put myself out there, God, without having so much pressure to make this thing perfect or to make it succeed? I just, I just kind of want to put it out there and see what happens, but I, I don't want so many eyes on me. So is there anything that I can possibly do to release this, this passionate project that I have, but still not have so many people that are looking at it and seeing what happens is there is there any way to release it kind of in secret or something oh any advice that you can give me on this would be so helpful god thank you so much amen erica you just need a bit of anonymous passion all this time we had to prove that we could stand here too All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to the level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now gratitude first gardeners let us close our eyes and take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and take a moment to show a bit of gratitude today what are you grateful for Who are you grateful for today? 
What happened to you this past week that caused you to smile and to laugh and to feel loved and full of gratitude and appreciated and just amazing? There has to be something that made you happy no matter what's going on in your life, whether you're having a hard time right now, whether you're going through something that's really, really difficult, whether you're just in a downhill spiral and you're waiting for that moment when you can go up and and be happy again and live life to the fullest again. No matter what's happening in your life right now, what made you smile? There has to be something this week that warmed your heart or made you laugh or made you smile or you know just took your mind off of whatever is going on in your life so let us reflect on that thing that thing that brought a little spark into our life or a little bit of joy and let us just focus on that thing and just show so much gratitude to whatever that thing is or whoever that person is and just say thank you and let us reflect on the fact that you know life is a pendulum right it's it's up and it's down you know we can think about the libra scale how You know, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, but that's just, it's life. So if you are going through something, my love, I want to say that my heart is with you. My prayers are with you. I pray for all of my gratitude first gardeners all the time. And I just ask for God to bless you and to bring joy and happiness and good health and prosperity into your life. So I I pray for you today. My heart is with you if you are going through something. But I, I want you to know that life is always ups and downs. So if you are down right now, and we've all been there, I have definitely, definitely seen some very dark, sad days in my life as well. But one thing I could always look forward to is the fact that I can't go down any further than this. So the only thing left is for me to go up. And I want you to know that if you're going through something right now, you're going to go back up. You might not see how. You might feel like life will never get better. You might feel like it's it's just hopeless. I've had all of those feelings, but I just want to be that little voice in your head that gives you just a little sliver, even if it's the slightest sliver, just a little sliver of hope and say that life will go back up, my love. And the fact that you found something, no matter how small, Whether it's the food that you ate today, maybe you had just a really good meal. Maybe you saw something online that made you chuckle. 
Maybe someone said something kind to you or smiled at you. Anything, right? The fact that you found something that you were able to say thank you for shows you that there's hope and to just have the faith. So I felt like somebody needed to hear that message today. Life, you're going to go back up, my love. I promise you, you are going to go. It's it's a law. It's the law of the universe. <laughs> it's the law. So there is no way that you can stay down forever. And I declare that you're going to go back up sooner than you think. So just let us just take a brief moment to sit quietly and to show a bit of gratitude now. Very good, my loves. So let us take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and open our eyes and we'll start the show after this short Break. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to the level ground. I can see it now, I can see it now Gratitude first, that is Gratitude1ST. I would absolutely love to hear from you guys and know, get to know you and let me know how your week is going. I had a really good weekend, you guys, this weekend. Me and my son, um, we went to a fall festival. Yay! I love this time of year, you guys, because there's so many festivals in my area right now, and the weather is getting cooler. It's not as hot. We can stay outside and enjoy ourselves for longer. So that was just a really cool, fun activity for us to do. Just get outside and, you know, just have fun and do different activities and see the festivities. So that was a really 
fun, fun time for both me and my son. My son had a blast. He had a blast. So it's always good when your kids are happy and smiling and having fun. So I want to know what you guys did this weekend. If you did anything fun or if you just relaxed and stayed at home, I would love to know. So come and chat with me and say hello. Introduce yourself and let's be friends. <laughs> okay, you guys. So today, the topic of our episode is going to be anonymous passion. Ooh la la. <laughs> OMG, you guys. When I, when, well, when the title of this podcast episode popped into my head, I was like, oh, that is so hot and steamy. I love that title. Couldn't you see that as like a romance novel or something? Guys, I used to like be so obsessed with romance novels. I actually, like just a few months ago, I actually listened to um, a romance audiobook. But yeah, like guys, I used to read romance (laughs) novels like it was nothing. OMG. But I can totally see like the title anonymous passion as like a romance novel. I don't know if it's already a romance novel. You guys let me know. But yeah, when that name popped up and popped into my head, I was like, oh, that's so steamy. But no, this is not going to be a romance episode. (laughs) We are going to talk about business topics, but you'll see how this title ties in to what we're going to be chatting about today in a second. So you guys, what what um prompted me to even come up with this topic um is because you know when i thought about my entrepreneurship journey and talking to you know different some of you gratitude first gardeners and um people that i know a lot of times what holds us back in business is the fact that we are afraid of rejection And we feel like we're not exactly ready to put ourselves out there, right? So when you're first starting your business or a project or something, you know, if you're like me, you are a recovering perfectionist. And so, you know, I was one of those people who had to have it all perfect. You know, I went back a hundred times and I would look over the project or the website or the course or my latest Instagram post or my YouTube video or my podcast episode. And I would go back and I would look at it and I would edit it a hundred times and I would, you know, take things out of the course and put things in. And it just all held up my projects, you guys. And my projects used to take so much longer than necessary because I thought everything had to be perfect, right? And then, you know, there's other times when you're just plain old afraid of rejection. You want to put yourself out there. You want to put, you know, your passion project out there. You want people to, you know, get into your world and be a part of your world and know what you're working on. You want to be able to help people with whatever product or service you're offering, right? But you're so afraid of rejection, right? And a lot of times there's people that you know, maybe you told them that you were starting a business. And so now you have your family and friends that are looking at you, maybe somehow your old classmates 
um, you know, figure out that you've started a business. And so now they're looking at you and you're like, oh my God. So now all of these people that I know are looking at me, I'm starting out, I'm new. Um, I'm afraid that this is all going to fail and blow up in my face. And so a lot of times that can hold us back and we can just say, you know what, just forget about it. Even though I'm really passionate about this thing, even though I want to put myself out there, even though I want to start that, that business or put that product out there or tell people about this service, right, that I can offer them, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to hold myself back because I'm afraid that it's all going to fail. I'm afraid that nobody's going to want my products or my services or what I have to offer. And I'm afraid that I'm going to look like, you know, an idiot in front of my family and friends, right? So a lot of times we stop ourselves either because we feel like it's not perfect enough or we're just flat out afraid of rejection and looking bad in front of our family and friends, right? And so you guys, I, I began reflecting on this and I, you know, if you know me, you know that I love to meditate and pray and just spend time with God and just get answers, you know, that, you know, for the tough questions that I'm asking, right? And so I just started reflecting on this and meditating about this. And I said, you know, how can, you know, people put themselves out there still, but maybe not have so much pressure to like succeed, right? Maybe you don't have to have so much pressure to have it all perfect. Maybe you, and not to say that you put crap out there, guys, because <laughs> please, if you know me, please do not put crappy stuff out there. But it can be finished and not perfect, right? You're always going to be able to find something that's wrong with anything that you put out there, right? So work on having it, you know, be completed, but not necessarily perfect because nothing is ever going to be perfect that you put out there. Anything, any course, any book, any service, any product, that you put out into the market, someone is always going to find something wrong with it, right? So just, you know, wrap your head around that, wrap your mind around that. Nobody is ever going to be 100% satisfied, no matter how great your product or your service is, somebody is always going to find fault, okay? So, um, you know, but I just began reflecting on that, you guys. And I said, you know, God, how can, you know, people put themselves out there still, but not have so much pressure? If their family and friends are looking at them, if they're afraid that, you know, once they launch their product, they're going to hear crickets. If they're afraid that, you know, nobody's going to read their newsletters or watch their YouTube videos or buy their products, you know, how can they still, you know, put out their passion project, but not necessarily have all of this pressure on them to succeed right away? Because sometimes you guys, it takes a couple of tries before you really succeed at what it is that you're doing. So maybe with your product, right, if you're putting out a lipstick line, right, maybe you put out a couple of shades of red that aren't, you know, popping and that aren't hitting and people aren't buy buying. And then maybe you have to, you know, try some more shades of red or you have to add pinks into the mix, right? So sometimes you guys with your products and your services, it's going to take a couple of tweaks and revamps and you putting out that product and that service a couple of times in a different way before people really catch on and start buying, right? So 
you know, I got to reflecting on that, that question, you guys, of how can we remove the pressure, but still put ourselves out there, right? Because sometimes we have such passion and desire to put something out there, right? If it's a product, maybe this product you have been thinking about for months, or maybe even years, but because you're so afraid of rejection, you just push it in the back of your mind, but you know that you're passionate about this product. You know that you want to put this thing out there into the world. Maybe you're gifted in something. Maybe you are a natural healer. Maybe you are a natural motivational speaker. Maybe you are, you know, just gifted and you are a natural relationship coach, right? Maybe you're just gifted in some other area of your life. But, you know, because maybe you haven't had as much practice as you think you need, maybe you haven't had as many clients as you think you need, Um, you hold yourself back and you say, although I have these gifts, you know, I'm not going to share them with the world because I don't know how the world is going to receive them, right? But you know you're passionate about it. Maybe, you know, you're a high-level executive or CEO and you have to uphold a certain image, right? And maybe, I don't know, maybe you're like me and you're obsessed with Disney World and you love Disney, but as a high-level executive and CEO, you can't, you know, just start making random you know, Disney fanatic YouTube videos, right? Because you're like, no, I have a certain image to uphold. So I can't really follow this other thing that I'm passionate about and talk about this other thing that I'm passionate about, because I have this image to uphold. So, you know, I, I just started thinking about that, like, how can people still, you know, put out their projects that they're so passionate about that they have this burning sensation for that they just want to get out into the world how can people release and unleash their passion but not necessarily have all of this pressure on them and so what came to me you guys and what was revealed to me by god is that you don't always have to have your name behind every single thing that you release you guys and so what i mean by this is that Have you ever heard of like ghostwriters for songs, right? So maybe you're passionate about writing music. Maybe you have gone through some things in your life and you know that those things that you have gone through can really help other people to heal and to, you know, if they're going through the same thing, it can help to give them some encouragement and some motivation so they don't feel stuck or sad or alone, right? But you're like, man, you know, if everybody knew everything that I go went through in my life, they would look at me differently, or I'm just not, you know, ready to talk about all of the things that I went through in my life, right? But you know, your story can help other people. Well, you know, people ghost write for other artists all the time, you guys. And so you can do certain things like write the lyrics and write the song and write the music, and then you can give it to other artists to sing, right? And you don't necessarily have to have your name behind that piece of music. People do this with books, you guys. People 
a lot of these authors, you guys, that are super popular, they didn't write their own books, right? They had ghostwriters to write their books. And maybe that ghostwriter went through, you know, something in their life or they have, you know, um, expertise in some area of their life. But for some re one reason or another, that ghostwriter doesn't necessarily want to put their name behind the work, but they just want to get the work out there so it can help somebody else, right? So <laughs> I just thought this was such a brilliant idea because, you know, I don't believe in sitting on our desires, you guys. I don't believe in holding ourselves back because we're afraid, you know, that it will fail. We're afraid of rejection. We're fearful. I feel like if you have a burning desire for something, if you're passionate about something, God gave you that passion and that desire for a reason. There are no coincidences in life. And I'm actually reading this book right now where it talks about just that, how there's no coincidences in life. Nothing is by chance. So if you're having the same idea or the same vision or the same passion or the same desire to put something out or to start a business or to start a project, and this is just something that you can't release, you can't get it off your mind, you think about it all the time, even when you try to not think about it, you still end up thinking about it. You can wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm not going to think about this thing today. This thing is not going to, you know, take over my thoughts today. And then by the end of the day, you realize like, oh my God, I, I thought about that thing like 10 times today. I just can't help it. You know, if you have a passion like that or a desire like that, that is there for a reason. It's because you're supposed to do something with it. You're supposed to put that thing out into the world. You're supposed to unleash that, right? It's so uncomfortable. If you've ever been in that position, you know, it's it's just so uncomfortable to hold something like that inside of you and to pretend that it's not there or to try to overlook it or to try to, you know, like I said, wake up in the morning and say, I'm not going to think about this thing. And then of course you end up thinking about it because it's there for a reason. So it's so uncomfortable to have that burning desire inside of you for whatever it is, that business, that product, that service, right? Um, but you can't release it to the world. So I just thought this was a brilliant idea when God gave me this idea. And it was basically like, you don't have to have your name behind every single thing that you produce, right? So like I said, with the music, um, maybe you want to release a certain product. Maybe you can team up with another company and that company can release that product for you and your name doesn't necessarily have to be behind it. You can start an LLC, you guys, and you can put certain projects in the LLC name and it doesn't necessarily have to be your name. You can make up a name, right? Um, for your LLC and still release what it is that you want to release, but your name doesn't have to be attached. So that is one thing that you can think about if you have, you know, a desire to put something out there in the world, but you're not necessarily ready for people to know that it's you that's putting that thing out there, right? And I'll give you an example, you guys. So this is, you know, how anonymous, anonymous passion, I'll give you two examples, actually. This is how anonymous passion can really work in your favor. And an example of how you don't have to be the person behind the thing, right? 
So one business mentor that I had when I first started Gratitude First, you know, I just thought, oh, she's absolutely amazing, you guys. She's so phenomenal. And the things that she would say and talk about and teach on really, really helped me to, you know, get out of my limiting beliefs and my negative self-talk and just to start and put myself out there, right? But one thing I found out about her that was so cool was that when she started her Instagram channel, she did not have anything associated with her on her Instagram page. So she didn't have her pictures. She didn't have her name. Nobody knew that it was her starting this Instagram page. And she would just write what she felt. She would write from the heart. Um, And she said she didn't want her family and friends to necessarily know that it was her because she didn't want you know, people to, you know, question and start asking questions, and she didn't want to feel embarrassed. And this was a way for her to put her work and herself out there without having the judgment or the questions from people that she knew. And I believe she didn't actually start, she didn't actually reveal herself that it was her behind this Instagram page um, until she had like something like 10,000 followers, you guys. So she kept this secret, you know, for a while. And I don't even want to call it a secret. It's just that she kept this thing private. She, you know, it was her baby, right? And sometimes you keep you know, your your most treasured ideas private, right? So she kept this thing private until she was comfortable enough to reveal to people like, hey, it's me behind this Instagram page. And that allowed her to be completely free. It allowed her to talk about what she wanted to talk about without people judging her or the fear of rejection or all of these questions and comments and things like that. It allowed her to just completely unleash and be free. So maybe you can do something like that. If you're a natural poet, if you know that you have topics that you can talk about that will help other people, maybe you can start like an anonymous Instagram page and, you know, not put your picture up there, not put your name up there, start it under like a company name or something. Um, and just, you know, start writing freely about whatever it is that you want to talk about. And then whenever you're ready, you can reveal to people like, oh, hey, it's me, right? Whenever you build up that confidence to let people know, and maybe you might not ever want to tell people and that's okay. But as long as you're releasing that passion, that urge that you have inside of you that desire. And as long as you're helping other people, it doesn't matter who's behind the Instagram page or the YouTube video or the book or the the songs. It doesn't matter as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, putting that project out into the world um, and you're helping the people that you need to help. So does that make sense, you guys? I hope that is helpful. I just thought that was such a brilliant and a cool idea because you shouldn't hold on to the things that you know that you re- you need to release, right? It's, it's, uh, it's just so uncomfortable when you have such a desire and you know you want to talk about it, you know you want to release it, um, and you feel like you can't. So another, (laughs) another example, I'm going to get personal and I'm going to take you on my journey with me, you guys. And this is about like a little guy friend that I had in middle school, right? So you guys in middle school, I was like, I don't want to call myself nerdy, but you know, by the book, (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like totally the nerd in middle school. So I was the girl who was the smart girl in class. There was actually me and this other girl who were kind of like head to head between like, oh, who's going to be the smartest girl in class today, right? <laughs> we were kind of neck and neck, right? But, you know, I was the girl, my teacher would always call on me. She would say like things like, Erica, you're the best reader. You're the most articulate in this class. Go ahead and read this passage. So whenever there was something to read, the class kind of knew that, oh, Erica's going to read it, right? The teacher's always going to call on her to read it. So I was a nerdy girl. I was modest. I was quiet. I kept to myself. I got good grades. I did what I was supposed to do. I never broke the rules. So that's the type of girl that I was in middle school, right? So one day, this girl who wasn't in my homeroom, so I didn't really know her that well, but I knew of her, right? Um, but we weren't in the same homeroom. So she just walks up to me and she's like, here you go. And she gives me this note. So this is, do you guys remember in like middle school when you got those like little folded up notes and you would open it and it would be a checkbox like, do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> So I got one of those notes from this girl. So that's what it said. It said, you know, it didn't say, do you like me? But it said, do you have a boyfriend? And it said, yes or no. And it had the little box that I had to check. And then it said, do you want a boyfriend underneath that? And it said, yes, no, or maybe and like three little boxes. But the note did not have a name on it, right? It was just these, these, this, sentence and then these boxes, but I did not know who this note was coming from. So I checked my little boxes and I folded the paper back up and I gave it back to the girl. And I didn't see, you know, who she went and gave the, the note to. And so I just like went on, you know, about my day. But of course that was, qu I was questioning like, oh my God, like who, who likes me? And even more so because I was like the the quiet, smart girl, right? I never thought that anybody really was noticing me, right? Because there was more popular girls in the school, right? So I was just so, you know, I was like really excited, but I was, <laughs> I was so confused and had so many questions about who liked me, right? So eventually, like a couple of days later, one of the most popular boys in my school comes up to me and just randomly starts talking to me. Now, this boy has never spoken a word to me before, but of course, everybody knows, you know, who the popular kids are and everybody knows who this boy is, right? So he just randomly just starts sparking conversation with me. And then like every day after that, he comes and he continues to like talk to me. So I'm like, why is he talking to me? It didn't, I didn't put two and two together because I never thought that he would like me, right? We were in two totally different spectrums as far as like the class hierarchy, right? <laughs> like I was a nerdy girl, he was a popular boy. So I never thought like, oh, he like, it was him, right? So eventually he did tell me that, oh yeah, by the way, it was me that wrote you the note, right? And so you guys, that is an example. And of course I was like super excited, like, oh my God, like what, you like me and all of that. And we, you know, it was super cute, you guys. So this was like middle school. So of course, like 
nothing serious happened, but you know, he would carry my books and he would walk me out to recess. <laughs> and you know, he would like, you know, I think I may have brought him lunch a couple of times. He was on the basketball team, so I would go to his basketball game. So it's a super cute, you know, little friendship there, right? But you guys, if he didn't, this is another example of anonymous passion, right? If he didn't put himself out there, if he didn't send that anonymous note to me, we never would have built up that cute little friendship. And Although I moved, I had to move. So that's why, you know, that didn't continue. But, you know, even after I moved, we still kept in contact. We still wrote letters to each other. You know, we still like called each other on the phone, right? So it was it was super cute even after I moved, right? And we ended up being friends for a couple of years after that. But that friendship wouldn't have built up, right? If if he didn't, you know, anonymously send me that note. And so sometimes you guys, you know, it's okay to put yourself out there to take that, that leap of faith, even though you're not necessarily putting your name behind it. Now, what I would say is definitely get legal advice about this. I'm certainly not a lawyer. So you still want to get paid, right? If you you know, decide to put some book out there or to put out some song or something like that, you still want to make sure you get paid. So team up with a lawyer um, to see how to go about that if you're remaining anonymous, right? Um, or if you're putting it in an LLC or something like that. So figure all of that out. But there are ways that you can get yourself out there, you guys, without, you know, putting yourself out there, if you know what I mean. And, you know, going back to my friend in middle school, we wouldn't have built up that nice friendship. We wouldn't have built up that bond, that connection if he never put himself out there. And the way that he went about it was so cool and so strategic, you know, because he gathered the information that he needed first, right? So if you're thinking about, you know, going in partnership with, you know, getting a business partner or something, maybe start talking to them as a friend first. Gather the information that you need first to see, oh, would they even be a good business partner, right? Do they have the same values as me? Are we heading in the same direction as far as the business, right? So talk to them as a friend first, get to know them, get to know, you know, the, the things that you need to make a determination. And then you can go up to them and say, well, hey, I was kind of thinking about us partnering together. So I thought that was so cool that my friend in middle school, you know, he gathered the information that he needed first to not be rejected, right? Because if I would have said, oh, I have a boyfriend, he wouldn't have pursued me, right? So sometimes you need to gather the information that you need first, and you can still remain sort of anonymous and behind the scenes. And you guys with business partners, you know, you don't always have to be the face of the business, right? So maybe your business partner is an extrovert. They can be the face of the business. You can you can be behind the scenes, but you still get that equal partnership and that equal pay from whatever profits. 
So I just wanted to put that little buzz in your ear, you guys, because I don't want you to hold on to these passions and these desires that you have. Sometimes your passion has to be anonymous and you can still put your passion projects out there, but you have to think of creative ways to put yourself out there and to still get your passions and your desires released into the world so that they can help other people. But, you know, you don't necessarily have to put your name behind the thing. So I hope that helps, my loves. I love you so much. Go ahead, release your passion projects. Don't be afraid. Just be creative. I love you so much, and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to the level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now for more positive episodes that plant seeds of goodness. Let's be friends on social. Come say hi to me on Instagram at Gratitude First. If you resonated with this episode, please leave a comment and spread the word about the podcast by telling everyone you know. I love you, stay blessed, and manifest those dreams. Have a magnificent day, Gratitude Gardeners.